don't have a partner Sometimes I feel like my only friend Is the city I live in The city of angels Lonely as I am Together we climb I drive on the streets Cause she's my companion I walk through the hills Cause she knows who I am She sees my good deeds And she kisses the Detroit's a shithole. Didn't we? We talked about the shithole of Detroit. Last, like, like a few times. Last Detroit trip was way more fun. Yeah, but the, I feel like the broker you are in that city. Still shithole. The more chances are for wild shit to happen. Fuck Detroit. Fuck. Fuck Penn State. Fuck Michigan. Here, that. It was rough. It was rough. Those of you that went, you know, it sucked donkey dick. Iowa never had a chance. Ever. First round it looked did. really good. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> no, it didn't, though. Yeah, it looked all right. No, we, I, I, during first round, I was thinking, oh, God. I, I, I mean, we expected Abasad to come out, or not Abasad, um, uh, Ayala. Uh, Drake Ayala to come out right away. And he lost 12 to 9 in that first round. And it was. Dude, it, it kind of. It, it set the tone for. Like, those. I know it's an individual sport, but there is so much team momentum at Nationals. And when, when Abe. Or. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying Abe aside. Probably because they both kind of finished at the same spot. But, uh. When Drake Ayala came out and he lost, like it was like, oh God, we needed these. We we were we were expecting to come out and hopefully. And like, he had that match won too. He he rallied back. Yeah. He was the better wrestler. Yeah. But he got caught early on and it it he had to play catch up the whole time, and from that moment on though it was like we were playing catch up as a team. I don't know. I I I was feeling fairly optimistic after first round, still, and even second round. Well, sure, sure, because the guys that you knew were going to win first round won first round, yeah. but it wasn't like we weren't seeing any upsets. Yeah, and there were a lot of upsets in this tournament, and so the fact that we're not catching any of those. Yeah, yeah, we weren't. Like we that, weren't. We didn't get like a David Carr scenario. We didn't get a you know. Yeah, and. It, yeah, it just set the tone kind of for the whole for the entire thing. And and really, we had some bad luck there. With the, speaking of that, David Carr, then um, Young ran into him afterwards. You know, it's like on the backside. It's like shit. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, there were a lot of things. Yeah. So first off, so you want to talk about you want to talk about the tournament first, or you want to talk about just Detroit? Let's. And the so that first is? off, Detroit is a shithole. It is such a shithole. <laughs> like, I. I hate to admit this, but I booked hotels and I'm feeling good. I got like a great fucking spot right across oh, the river, asshole. right across the yeah, river, a bunch of bars there, location. perfect location, uh, you know, like walking distance to the arena, like only a mile and a half, maybe max, and it turns out it's in fucking Canada. <laughs> it said nowhere on my app, Canada. Granted, okay, maybe typical American don't know your fucking geography. I tell you what, it said, like, give me a hint. Give me a hint, fuckers. We were in walking distance of the arena. And they yeah. from like, no, you're staying on eight fucking mile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, all right, I got to rebook. We got to rebook this. And then we were back in shithole fucking Detroit. Like the shitty shithole. Yeah, yeah. Like, like eight was, mile the movie was, by Eminem. It was. Uh, one, we were. It was maybe one step above of what Palace of Auburn, like where we stayed when it was at Palace of Auburn Hills when Mark Perry won his national title. Mm-hmm. It was maybe one step above. It wasn't that. quite Cahokia. Yeah. Well, what's Cahokia? The St. Louis, Illinois side of St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that was, was rough. Too. Yeah. Well, that first place we stayed at. If we weren't so drunk, I think we would have been more aware of the area that we were staying in. But yeah, so and then and then uh, so we're like what I don't know, twenty minute drive away. Not crazy, still not yeah, not man, 15, yeah, 15 like twenty minute Uber or twenty dollar Uber, I should say. And then, but um, do we say sure? <laughs> yeah, so. After the first session, we're like, ah, or no, the first day, ah, you know, we're in Detroit. Let's hit up a strip club, right? And uh, Keaton pulls one up that sounds amazing to once again his app or whatever he was using. I thought I was reviewing this. And, shit. and then as we we're getting closer, I'm like, oh, this is this looks scary. This this is on eight mile. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, no, it isn't. We get in there, and sure shit, yeah, finally Bruno miles. Bruno drops us off. I'm like, we're still on fucking eight mile here. This is yeah. not. <laughs> Bruno, don't go to bed quite yet. <laughs> yeah. Keep your phone up. And but phone but up. Bruno just drops. He had nothing to do. Like he's like, out, see you, bye. You know. And then we get dropped off, and and they're like, yeah, no, that can't be that bad. So we walk in right away. We walk in, and they're like, it's a twenty dollar cover. It's a guy that he like pats us down and stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I feel safer getting in here then, you know. And then and then we pay our twenty bucks to get in or whatever. And then we sit down at the first like booth I saw right to the left. Mm-hmm. And did you go to the pisser? I think you went to the pisser or something. But anyways, um, then come back and and then there's like a this big big black guy with a like um bulletproof jacket on comes up to me he's like um you're gonna have to pay for those seats i'm like what you know like (laughs) he's like that's 40 dollars to sit there i'm like are you kidding me there's like nobody here there was like what seven of us yeah seven of us and Yeah, probably. maybe maybe twelve. Well, oh. yeah, as far as visitors, yeah, I yeah. Would say we were maybe fifty. We were times. definitely the by far outcast. I don't. I shouldn't have to explain why, but <laughs> by far we were. 
We were the not. Min- we were totally the minority. We were the minority, all right? And so I'm like, $40, all right? How about that table? I'll just sit over there. And he's like, well, that's $20. I'm like, so this is 40 That's $20. Where, where do I sit, guy? And, and he's just like, Jack, just like biceps two and a half times mine. And he's got a bulletproof vest. And he's like, uh, you can stand at the bar. I'm like, okay, I guess we'll stand at the bar, you know? <laughs> and we go to the bar. <laughs> then everyone just staring at oh, us. Oh, this is where you go to the pisser. So then he, Keaton just goes to the pisser. And then I, I order drinks. Yeah. And um, and I order my... I like, yeah, you got us Jaeger bombs. Awesome. <laughs> well, so I order my uh, typical, like, rum and water with a splash of Sprite because... Um, I'm fat already. Don't need to get fatter. And then I ordered Keaton. What, what was I going to get you? Yeah, I forget now. You just like, got me a rum and coke. Rum and diet coke. Yeah. And um, it was Jaeger bombs. We I get. They were Jaeger. Ke- bombs. Keaton keeps saying this, but to me, it was black because, licorice. Like that's all it was. But to me, when I see her pouring the bottle, and the bottle to me looked like the correct bottle. All I'm thinking is, this is anything but what I ordered. I'm getting fucking roofied or i'm getting like or they're yeah. like spiking shit yeah, or the fuck i'm like i don't black out i don't trust nobody up. at this point yeah and so I'm, I'm i took like two sips and i took another one just because i'm thirsty and then i set it down finally and i'm like all right keaton what's up we gotta go right and he's like yeah and then the, oh, we as we're trying to leave our stripper just stops us basically and uh wanting to dance and all this stuff and i you know it, like everybody just looked at us like <laughs> we we're talking to a stripper and it was like okay 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 we gotta go gotta go and, and then and, and so the best part was when we when we decided to leave is like we started walking out the door and the security guard and like the guy who who greets you when you come in are like yeah okay see you guys yeah like you just you just knew that they knew there's we weren't gonna last yeah long they're the they they probably had bets on it, you know, like uh, you know, two and a half minutes, ten dollars, you know, <laughs> over under. Uh, but then we get outside, and we, I mean, we didn't even have time to call Bruno, so we get outside and just stand in the street, fairly briskly cold out, just waiting for Bruno to come by. <laughs> I gotta tell this, so Bruno's like upset. Uh, oh God, I, uh, I'm coming, you know, and he comes, and then he. <laughs> clearly is lost you know yeah. we drop our marker at where we're at and stuff and 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 he's like flying in his shitty fucking impala or is it impala i don't well, know is your cadillac <laughs> oh my cadillac oh yeah okay yeah that's right it was my cadillac and then but he's on the wrong lane and then he just whips across traffic like randomly and almost got t-boned as fuck yeah he did He's mad at them. Yeah, he's mad at them. He's like, these guys are terrible drivers. I'm like, Bruno. You're trying to turn right four lanes away. <laughs> what is your deal? And he's just all pissy with us, you know, which is half fair. But you know what? Nationals is made for those moments. Yeah. Like, like, it sucked in the moment, but we're going to talk about that five years from now. Yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> Oh yeah, I was thinking the Impala one because he did get in a wreck later on with Impala. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> All right, so we'll 
Let's go. Let's go into. That was day one. That was day one. Yeah. Day two, not much better. I mean, like even even in between. Day two got worse. Like even in, in between sessions, we were trying to find places. It was like fucking, you know, St. Patty's Day and shit, or like the Friday of St. Patty's Day. There was like nothing open. Yeah, it made no that, fucking that you, sense. And the couple of bars that you do want to go to are so packed that yeah. it's like, do I really want to stand in line for an hour and a half to stand shoulder to shoulder with people? It's like they don't give two fucks of what event is going on. They don't care even to make money hardly. It was a joke. Like every one of them, all they complained about was understaffed, you know? Yeah. And shit, man. It was a waste of time. It was a waste of a trip. It was my birthday. <laughs> yeah. I would say that this this Nationals is easily the most disappointing Nationals I've ever been to in my since I've started going. And it sucks, because that's the first Nationals you've been able to go to in three years. So, yeah. so it was... There was all this hype built up around it. We're, talk, we're going up there, and we're talking about how... We think Iowa potentially has has six finalists. There, uh, there was that potential. We bought so just uh, I gotta stay away from Vivid Seats because or StubHub or whatever because we were just constantly sniping tickets. We just kept buying. Well, that's another we, thing. What we thought was a good deal for, for everybody that has not been to Nationals or that even has. I tell you what, if when their prices are fucking $400, $500, $600 a ticket, don't buy. It's absolute bullshit. All it is is these scalpers can get online and they can buy like a 1,000 of them. And then, guess what? They start to realize they can't make money on them because nobody's going to pay that shit. And, and those of you that do pay it, all you're doing is, you know, building that hype. You know? Sure. Come on. In, in fact, and to me, it's 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 ridiculous. They shouldn't. There shouldn't be like the same credit card that buys like I don't know more than five. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? How do they not crack down on this shit? Like, it's actually worse now, scalpers wise, well, than what it was back when it was just paper tickets. Now it just taught me I'm not going to buy any tickets for nationals until like twenty minutes before the event starts. Yeah, dude, yeah, it's there's, stupid. There's Especially no if the venue is. Every single ticket you could have gotten for under 10, 15 bucks. Especially if the venue is over like, I don't know, 14,000 would be the cutoff, I would yeah. say. Like, uh, you know, granted, Des Moines was packed, Omaha was packed, but those are real close to like Iowa, Nebraska, and Minnesota, some powerhouse teams, you know, that, that, that travel too. Those are the same teams that travel over to Michigan. You'd be surprised. Like, Iowa traveled well, you know? Like, but the, like I said, that like Iowa never had a chance, or never had a chant in the entire. Oh, area. a chant! Yeah, yeah. Oh. they uh, are are because of the way the tone was set from the beginning with Iowa. Well, we didn't we didn't even win Big Tens, you know. Like how are you sure. how are you it, supposed it, to? It was, and and you know what you thought like taking these medical forfeits, this is gonna hopefully pay off, and it didn't. It was it was. Literally a continuation of yeah. what you saw. At the Every Big Ten. well, see, and everybody knew, and it's crazy because as much as we were being goffed at for for having you know so many medical forfeits in the Big Tens, all those guys still were hurt. Sure. Like every one of them. Were. Yeah, 
Like, if you look at every one of them that, that Benicle forfeited, did not fare well. Kemmer is the only one that did all right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we had Drake Ayala. He didn't All-American. He won one match on the backside after losing a close, almost came back to win, um, but then didn't. And uh, won, I think, 7-1 to one on the backside and then lost his next match and was eliminated from the tournament. Uh, we went in on Austin DeSanto. Wrestled above his seed. What, what did he come in as? He came in as, let's see. Fifth seed, maybe? A fifth seed. Yeah. Finished third in the nation. Where uh, we thought. Again, it, your typical RBY DeSanto yeah. match. Like, one kid was the aggressor. He felt like he deserved to win no it. No stalling calls. No, yeah. no like, uh, prompting him to get more physical. Nothing. Yeah. It, it's bullshit. And you know what? Like that's no fault of RBY. Like it's it's like the he, fault of the wrestling society because here's the thing: we've how many times have Dan Gable and all these guys like prompt like just pushed this 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 agenda of like being more physical, getting more aggressive, and all this on the Olympic level to keep the sport alive? And then in college, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, it, and it's like I, I I still believe they've implemented these like five second counts and stuff when you're on the leg when you're riding and stuff to to try to get more stalling calls but all it's done is it's it's had the reverse effect because because people just played to it it's like a loophole in the fucking it's like any any regulation you ever see like even even like uh you know three strike rule Guess what? Everybody gets two strikes. Yeah, I would rather. <laughs> There's I, not a single person that will just get zero strikes. Still, I, I, I understand from when they implemented the rule. Like I understand the idea behind it, but when you see that it's actually causing more stalling across the sport, fucking pull it back, and and refuse to to, to continue to implement that rule. It makes no sense. Make it back. Make it go back to at least a judgment call. Yeah. Yep. And and you know what's funny though? Okay. And I and I you know, I go and I say that about the like it seems like in the Olympics and everything, we want more aggression, we want more scoring, we want more action, we want all this, right? And then in college we don't. And I'm not to say that we don't have Iowa guys that don't get aggressive. We know that. You know, there is there is a Warner. There is but by God, Warner did well with it. You know? And sure, so, but also... So maybe do we... Like, is that what we want, though? Do we no. want to start recruiting that? <clears throat> Absolutely not. It's no. not what Iowa wrestling is, and we're not going to be able to, to, to be the Iowa wrestling program that we all want to watch and, and cheer for with that type of style. Uh, it blows my mind, but... So, so, you know? If, to, to me, it's like... You gotta start playing the game, and the a lot game of our guys are already playing. We the game. we we are starting to play the game. I don't like it. And as much as like true Iowa fans like us and and others, and then of course all these other guys are like, you know, used to say that Iowa was a one way, and then now they're the other. You know, guess what? It's it's being forced down our throat, whether we like it or not. 
You know? Well, and, and I mean, again, my, 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 my dad, he's, he's more of a football and basketball guy. Like, he is. Like, that's what, he, he's gonna watch every single wrestling meet he can, and he's gonna cheer his heart out for it. But, his true passion has always been in football and basketball. So, like, that's always what he's going to be focused on. It's going it's to be whatever is the most exciting to watch from Iowa sports. And when he's texting me during Nationals, he's like, Keaton, this is no longer fun to watch. Like, what, when When is he texting you? He those? was texting me that during Big Tens and Nationals. Oh, when we're not doing so great. Well, we're not... Yeah, I, I I mean even even when I mean, you know my dad. He's yeah. going to watch it no matter what. But when, he, when when he's recognizing, you know, he went to this he went to went to Iowa in the 80s and and he was a season ticket holder in the early 90s for Iowa wrestling. Like it was it, it was just a different type of wrestling that was going on within the program. It was it was exciting to watch. There's not a lot of there there's not a, a lot of excitement. There's there's just not a lot of well, scoring the way that there there used to be. Ties have turned yeah. because the Dan Gable of old, Kale Sanderson's the new. Sure. And yeah. we're actually competing with it. Nobody else was able to compete with Dan Gable when he was there. You know what I'm saying? We're actually right there. Surprise, not surprisingly, but with as much firepower as he uh, he has with his name recognition, it's amazing. We're still doing what we are, and a lot of it has to deal with people of your dad's age. You know, it's people that grew up in the '90s watching Iowa wrestling, even though he didn't as much. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and and even when I w- wasn't into wrestling, I still remember my dad during March Madness having the NCAA wrestling tournament on the TV. So I'm going to say this, and uh, because I have a feeling this is where this is going, is the Tom Brands talk, right? The Tom and Terry Brands talk. So in my idea, a lot of people were saying, "Hey, the reason why the Hawks aren't doing this is they're not peaking, right? They're getting injured because they're going too hard, and blah 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 blah." Some of that's true. I'm not going to lie. Like some of that is. There's not many people built like a Tom and Terry fucking brands. In fact, I would say maybe half of a percent of any human can do what they do. Not even. Ah, That's even. Maybe 0.2% can do what they do. You know? Like they're all in a whole nother realm. And they have that mentality. They have that push, and they push it on to their, their kids and hoping that they pick up on it, too. There's some that can take it. There's some that can't physically or mentally. And, you know, as I actually like that they got the extension prior to Nationals. I, I feel that takes a lot of that off the table when, okay, we have this outcome now, and the, everybody's like, don't give them the extension. Don't give them the extension. Here's the thing. I... Who I like the push, I like the mentality, I like all this. And I it's shown that there's certain kids out there still. There is still those certain kids that do like that as well. There is those few. Granted, they're all of America in my gen in my mind are more pussy than they were from the previous generations, but there's still a few there. Why not let them go? You know? 
Granted, the injuries are a whole other thing. There has to be kind of a little more of a, I don't know, taper effect towards, like, we shouldn't have kids getting injured the last two duels. The whole lineup is injured. Not true. I mean, I mean, not true. You know what I mean. Two thirds of the lineup is battling some type of injury going into the nationals. Half of them were prior injuries, you know. You know, like Cameron has been there from sure. however long. Um, Spencer Lee's was from high school. You know, you can't tell me that one ACL doesn't snap because the other one was compensating the whole time. You sure. know, and shit yeah. like that. That's like you, you can't, you can't. Come on, I mean, I get it. It all it's bad timing, but you can't put that all blamed. On one person or one. I'm not saying it's all blamed on one person. I just find it. Uh, it the, sucked. The odds of it are are ridiculous. I will say this. I know from for a fact that like they lift heavier than most. You know, I'm not a big fan of lifting. Like I like I lift, but I'm I'm more of a fan of like kinetic lifting. Like kind of a not the old school brute lifting like they probably do. I don't know what they do. That's that's the thing. We don't really know everything. But I do not like old school just picking heavy weights up and doing as much as you can with it. I like kinetic lifts which is like doing lunges or something where you're in a motion that's a natural motion and lifting with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't straight squats dumb. Bench dumb as fuck. Probably the most worthless lift on earth you know shit like that you know what i'm saying but if you're taking weights and you're pumbling with them putting them on your arms and stuff i'm a big fan of this i don't know what they've they've got to but back in the day they used to do heavy bulk lifting just the old school way and that i don't like so maybe just little things like that that they can change that will help a lot you know yeah more tendon strength not so much muscle strength But anyways, I you know, I just wanted to put that to rest because that that seems to be a lot of the talk right now. They're once again blaming Terry and Tom yet again. But by God, look, we just got another goddamn recruit from Stanford and Real Woods yeah, at one forty one. Big this kid, he wants to up his game. He's not content with a sixth place and a, a school that don't give a fuck. He wants to move forward with his life. Yeah. And there is those kids. Yep. Yeah, I feel. I mean, that's the thing. I feel. I I feel. Yeah. If this was if this was any other past Hawkeye team, I would be way more upset than what I was. But it's like. Every, yeah, this was every, a team. This every, was the like the team. Every single yeah. kid out there, like I loved and. Yeah. Like I, I found myself. I was literally watching Desanto. You know win what? When his third place match, and I was, I was crying because it's like fuck, like fuck everybody that hates Austin Desanto. You this know what? I, I so badly want to yell. If your wife wasn't upstairs, I want to yell at top of my lungs. Fuck you, Flo. Flo's gonna miss him. Flo actually likes Desanto. They like him for reasons that they shouldn't. They like that he's just so on. Yes, yeah. they, they they like that he's edgy. He's got a mouth. He don't give up. He does. He's like he's a fiery son of a bitch, and that's actually why I like him he's too. But they like him in a negative fashion of that same he's thing. He's good for the sport. 
He's a f- fuck you, Flo. Again, I ha- I should just like make it a list every time I do a podcast. Fuck you, Flo. But you know they're gonna hate. They're gonna they're gonna miss that motherfucker. And you want know every hog- every will every, everybody will every hog- to me. I think DeSanto for me will go down as the as in my lifetime of going to nationals. And I've only been going since '06, and I've only really been paying attention to it since '04. But DeSanto to me will go down as the most memorable Iowa wrestler that never won a national title in history for me. Him and Marinelli. Yeah, like, Marinelli's bo- up there. Bo- both of them will. But but DeSanto, just because of the way he approached the sport and the way he showed up every single time, I, I, I've never. I. Yet to this day, other than when Mark Perry beat Johnny Hendricks, yep, that was I've only teared up twice watching Hawkeye wrestling, and one was watching Mark Perry beat Johnny Hendricks, and one was watching DeSanto compete for the last time at nationals. It was just one of those moments where you just it. It was an unforgettable moment as 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 a fan of the individual, and it wasn't to to me. Mark Perry wasn't that I was necessarily as emotionally attached to him. It was the fact that I was that was the first time I have ever witnessed a Hawkeye. That was my I think my third national championship I've been to. It was the first time I've ever seen a Hawkeye win a national title. And to see it be that big of an upset at that moment, and that's all we had, and it was just that—that's what caused that emotional reaction. But as far as being DeSanto, I felt like we we watched his career just develop from year one to where he ended. Well, even a year at Drexel. Yeah. Yeah, I and I remember watching him. Do you not remember pull, sitting pull there, the Kamara? And, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like <laughs> Kamara, yeah. Well, you and you remember that we then saw him sitting with Spencer Lee at fucking yeah, and we were and just we, like, "No way!" This and we even happening. called that on the podcast. We're like, "Dude, he's coming to Iowa." Yeah. Why else would he be sitting with Spencer Lee? Exactly. Yeah, um, that was great. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's the animal that Iowa wrestling used to be, and it used to not have a fault. It used to not have this this persona of like I and I, I, I actually that's a lie. There there is those few. There was like um a few like uh, uh the Tom and Terry brands, the Royce Algers, the the few that like literally they were the bad guys of wrestling bad guys but it would it didn't have this like uh this national approach like if anybody off the street saw austin DeSanto, they would they would say you know cancel him cancel you know they're what you, they'd get rid of him that's not he shouldn't be allowed in sports blah blah but if you saw him after his matches did you watch them after his matches he should he went out of his way to shake hands with RBY, he totally he, made himself. Yeah, he, he he was he's a changed man, and the sport changed him for the better. The sport yeah. did that. Tom and Terry did that. You know, like I it. 
people wrestling's barbaric right life is barbaric we're animals come on there's only a few things that can change people like that you know there's only there's sometimes there's only a few outlets other than going to jail and one could be wrestling fucking let him wrestle that's what i say no i agree with you man he's uh He'll he'll definitely be missed, and I and I pray to God that he'll stick around. That, well, not in, sure that would be great, but at the same time, I really hope that there is a wrestler next year that can kind of fill the shoes. I hope of, we have yeah. I mean, just one guy. I I mean, I get it. If Spencer Lee comes back, he'll he'll be that guy of just dominating. Did you see that last Twitter post? Spencer's one twenty five for life. That's what he said. Is that what he said? Yeah. Cool. I don't know if, because yeah. I was really wanting Iola at twenty five and Spencer at thirty three. I don't know. Did we talk about that last podcast? No, we talked about it nationals though for sure. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. So he's not moving up. <laughs> that that put my uh, half of my lineup to bed. The other half was uh, Nelson Brands trying to cut down to fifty seven. I've been told I'm an idiot by like three people now. So. Evidently, he weighs 180, they say. I'm calling bullshit still. He looks small, does he not? He, yeah, I mean, he could lose a little bit more, but he he looks stop, like he looked solid this year when he was wrestling. Was he wrestling 64 or 74? He was 74. Yeah, I think, no, 57's too much. I could see it maybe but he's a brand. 65. But he's a brands and we sure. got shit to do. And you know what? Like, there's been wrestlers in the past that have rebuilt their bodies to, to fit what they need. Yeah. Hold on. Typically. I got to go pee. So, push and pause. You guys won't notice. And we're back. So, they noticed. <laughs> no, they didn't notice at all. Oh. We'll cancel that. Uh, well, I was going to say, typically, actually, the, the Hawks seem to, like, bulk up into weights. There's very few times they cut, cut, you know, um, unless there's nowhere to bulk up to. Like, like I, I foresee since now that 33 isn't going to be filled by um, Spencer. It's, it's going to be Drake. It's got to be Drake, right? You think so? They're going to bulk him up. I mean, if if Spencer's tweeting out 25 for life, you know damn well Drake Ayala is like, oh fuck, I gotta get in the weight room. Because like, I'm there. He's or, there. He, he, he's, he's right there at All-American status, as you're yes, saying. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And but he also has a red shirt, and um, he's got an injury. Yeah, but is it going to be a good idea to take an entire year off? Wrestling's one of those sports, man, where you can lose that timing. Like, I mean, it, it, it's. I, I kind of wish, not going to lie, I kind of wish at one point Spencer would have took a year off earlier and we have a full Spencer I don't know you know hindsight's 2020 but I, I you know what I'm saying like healing is big man you can't just always be broken granted we've had some many studs well and that's why I feel like though that's why they decided to redshirt him like we watched him in Florida we watched Spencer wrestle and he wrestled top eight kids and, yeah. he, and he still dominated 
But you could still tell something. Oh, you could tell as soon as he got off the mat, he looked like he was yeah. 85 years old. Spencer... Like the shortest 85-year-old I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> if Spencer would have wrestled at Nationals, yeah. he still would have been a top three kid easily. Yeah. <clears throat> he would have maybe gotten upset by like a... Uh, Suriano. Like, I, I, honestly, I can only see him losing in the finals. And it would have been against a kid that's at that potential Olympic level. And you know what? That's another testament to the Branzas. You know? They knew that was going to hurt bad. But they also knew they didn't want to hurt him bad. Yeah. They knew what it was going to cost us. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we all knew. Yeah. We all knew it was going to be a dogfight to get back to the. And you know damn well. That it came down to, because we saw it at, in Florida when he wrestled, and how bad you could tell it hurt. Yeah. You know, damn well, there was a conversation. I think we even talked about that in podcast, there, too. There was a conversation behind closed doors that said, like... Are you are you in the right mind? If you're not... that See, that's a big brand thing. Even, don't even question the it. The brand thing is, is, are you in the right mind? They don't care what your physical is, I feel. Maybe I, you know, I never wrestled for Iowa, but you know what I'm saying? This is like one of those things where it's like, are you in the right mind? Can you do what you need to do? If not, we got to change something. Either you sit out a couple weeks and see how it feels, or, you know, take your red shirt now. Take your red shirt now while you can. Strong next year. Yep. And that's great coaching. Yep. Great coaching. Um, You know, and there's some motherfuckers. It's our last year, and we've seen this a lot, especially this year, like a Kemmer and a, and a Ironman, and then before that, a Corey Clark, and a, before that, a, a McDonough, and a, was Gilman hurt? I don't know. But all these guys, their senior year, they get hurt. It's bound to happen. No hurt, but, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, are you in the right mindset? Do you want, like, this is your last year. What do you want to do? And I guarantee those conversations yeah, don't are there. Waste it. You have a year yep. left. Don't waste it. And it, but unfortunately for some of these guys too, you find out too late. It's like, all right, do you want to finish the year or not? You know. And then, and then if there's a guy in the back, like if there's an Ayala back there, that makes things a lot easier. You're not you're not letting your down your team down so much and this and that. And that's probably part of the conversation as well. Um, yeah, I it's unfortunate, but. I, I think uh, I think Ayala and uh, and you know he he's going to come back strong and then I I we haven't we haven't got to Ironman yet have we? Nope. Yeah. Nope. So Ironman. Uh, do do we know what was officially wrong with him? Uh, from what I understand, the sprained knee, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Something that happened from the Nebraska duel. Yeah, and we saw it. Like, he he did one of those weird stepovers, and he limped back to the center of the mat, and it was on the edge of the mat. And I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was just like he did he, – he could have easily just kicked out of bounds. But he did a weird stepover to try to get a takedown or, or whatever it was, a reversal, I can't remember. But um, – so maybe not like it was yesterday. But anyways, uh, he ended up like – they called it out of bounds, and he just, like, started, like, kind of hustling back to the mat, and it ended up into, like, a limp. Like, he almost, like, tripped, you know, because it, it hurt so bad. Yeah. So, he, uh, uh, 
what did he end up finishing? I he I know he, he won his first match eleven to four and then lost his second second match in overtime. Um let's see if we can go to consolations here. So Ireban won his next match five to three and then he injury defaulted four minutes and thirty six seconds in against uh Michik. And I think that's where it ended. Yeah. So Sad. Didn't even place. Yeah, really sad. And that was a uh, somebody that we thought was going to be a finalist for sure. Yep, he he definitely had the swagger and the confidence, and his style confused me. So I don't know. Like watching his style, I could never tell. <laughs> I was, <laughs> but he did. He's done it many a times, many 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 times. You know. And so, yeah, that's unfortunate. And and as much as I mean, good good fucker as when when you talk about like a guy that came over, wrestled two years for us, and and uh, you know, put it out there. You know, he wrestled well. It's unfortunate. Hopefully, hopefully we get another fill-in guy just like real, just like him with real woods that can. You know, yeah, that's the I thing. Do Next at least year, what he we did. We have a great, like, what a great pickup, man. Yeah. I mean, what an awesome slot to fill. Because going into 149, like, Max Mirren, I am excited for him next year. Max I, Mirren. I, I know he didn't All-American, but, man, he came out on fire. He, he to me, was our best wrestler the whole time. I said this all along. I think that he was going to get third. He didn't. He didn't bounce back from his loss against, you know, uh, who was it? Number one ranked, uh, Meg or what's his name? From Cornell. Yeah, what's his name? I how do you don't sp- even know how to say that? Uh, Dem- Diamakalavas. <laughs> Yanni, but it's Yanni. Diamakalavas. Yeah. So Yanni, and and actually, I think he was the only one. Was he the only one all season or just tournament that took him down? I think. Or no, he gave him the best fight. I don't think he actually took him down. But anyways, there was there was some stat out there. People were saying that I think he gave him the closest match. Maybe it was he he had either all season or. Well, he won his he won his uh, semis match the same score that he beat Mirren. Oh really? So, um, but Mirren came out and he he was the first spark we saw. He was the. It wasn't until his match, after, like after round one, where we're like, "Oh, we have a shot." You yeah. know what I mean? Like he came out, got a pin, uh, and then you know went right back into the next round and won super convinced because he was an eighth seed and he was going up against uh, the Oki State kid. Um, what's his name? Gefeller. Yeah, Gefeller. Caden Gefeller and. Uh, uh, beat him eight to four, dominated him, and then he went out there and won a fairly close match, six to three in the quarterfinals, and and kind of expected him to to. And and really after the Yanni match when he when he got that loss, dude, he was wrestling all tough, and then that kid kind of got a weird. Well, he rode the shit out of him. Is what happened. Sure, Mirren got rode hard. For 
a long does it even say ride time there probably not just ridiculous amount of time i want to say at least three minutes worth it was stupid yeah it sucked it was demoralizing to and, watch and then uh this milner kid from i think appalachian state came out and uh i mean he won what did he win he won four matches in a row on the backside and one of them was to near an eight to one kind of dominated him but yeah 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 He's gonna be he, he he's, is, he's he's gonna all, be a top three guy. He's an all American. Top three guy next year. Guaranteed. I think so too. I'll I, I'll agree with that. Yeah, he, I mean he's a freaking stud. And he's the one and he's like a true Iowa style Iowa style Iowa style grinder. Like he he won't stop shooting, he won't stop aggressing or pushing forward, he won't stop like getting ties and being physical and getting his Face beat in and the whole thing. Yeah. Like and he's strong. He's quick. I mean he's he's good. He's real good. He's he just doesn't have like the overall athletic talent as some of these guys, you know. But you know, he's he's a he's a stud. Uh okay, and then one fifty seven we had Caleb Young and Caleb Young, man, he he actually did uh, all right. He here's uh, the thing: here. if if he would have won that match against yeah. uh, Michigan kid, who was it? What's his name? He, Luan. Yeah, Luan. If he would have won that, I think he would have been in the fucking finals, man. If not easily, the, because David the, Carr got beat. And if not that, at least the semifinals. Oh man, yeah, so sad. And I, was that an overtime match? Yeah, he lost three to one to Lewin. Yeah, from that's Michigan yeah. In in overtime, God, to man. make it to the quarterfinals, then Lewin beat the number one seed uh, because uh, David Carr got upset to the 16 seed, or no, 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 the 17 seed from Oregon State. Yeah, I gotta say this. This is the worst outcome that could have happened for yeah. him. This is. This is the type of scenario that we needed to roll in our favor for us to have a shot to win the national. Yeah, tournament. in anything, in, yeah. but yeah. And so the fact that this that this scenario was kind of laid out the way it was, with the potential of what it could have been, kind of just just is a perfect example of what this tournament ended up being when you when you when you look at this in my mind granted sure if Carr would have won then he would have lost the next match anyway against Carr, where luan you know won but and the thing is he almost beat Carr. yeah i know i know it he got that takedown he two, was winning at the end of the second period that's that's what's so upsetting two of our you know seniors one of which easily a finalist the other one, easily All-American, neither one even podiums at all. And we still end up in third. Yeah, that was the crazy thing. I really, if if I could go back there and watch the whole tournament in the hole again without knowing what the team score would have been, I would have guessed we put, would have finished sixth or seventh. We're so right there. And yeah. it's not like we were that far out. Yeah. And then Marinelli. 
<laughs> Isn't it upsetting to go over this right now? Yeah, it's just... I was over this. Yeah, well, that, this is why it took so long to do this podcast. Yeah, it was we painful. We did not want to. Did not want to. Yeah. So Marinelli came out. One convincingly, seven to two first round match, eight to two second match, and then lost to a mean from Michigan, three to one in sudden victory. Over overtime as well, and I remember that too. Like. It was it was kind of a flurry thing. Like he he almost had a takedown. Then he he didn't get it. Mean had good hips, and then a reshot for double. Basically flat backed him. Yeah. That was it. Uh, yeah. Yep. That that sucked because he, here's the thing. He was being really ultra aggressive first and second period. Third period he let off a lot, and it was like he was coasting it in to get into overtime. You know, he was, he like pretty much then knew. Then he went aggressive again. Then he went aggressive yeah. again and got caught. And I think in his mind he was afraid of getting caught in the third period. But in the third period you have more time to make up. Yeah, yeah, for sure because that sudden death. Yeah. But. Marinelli is going to be one of those guys like Austin DeSanto that is like, don't get me wrong, I'm going to miss Kimmer, I'm going to miss uh, Jane Ironman, but not not the way I'm going to miss guys like DeSanto and Marinelli. Like, yeah. Those guys were those guys were the face of Iowa wrestling, next to Spencer Lee obviously, but this year those were our guys, DeSanto and Marinelli. We needed them. Yeah, those were, those were to me, those were the leaders on the team. Yeah. So it really sucked to see it kind of play out the way he did, and, and especially going back and when you watch the interviews from Marinelli, like his, it, there, there were parts of me throughout this year that I like questioned whether or not his heart was in it, but then watching those interviews at the end of, of nationals like dude that guy's heart both those guys completely in it like that's his life that's what that's both those guys will end up changed men come next year they're, they're gonna have a completely different outlook on what happened what they could have should have would have done and um and they'll be great coaches because of it you know that Sure. Yep. I, I I'll be excited to see both of them coaching at one point. Yeah. It just sucks because you probably know they won't coach at Iowa. No. Uh, and then we had seventy-four. Michael Kimmer. Kimmer. Actually, to me, with how injured he was, like this is kind of. I I thought he had an outside shot to be. A national champion, yep. but knowing, like, visibly seeing how injured he is, I was completely—I wouldn't say surprised, but satisfied with where he finished and how how he ended his career. Yep, and, and I think I think he was too. So that's that's good. Like his first loss came with. To a kid that's real tough in Hidley, you know, a North Carolina State kid, um, and you know that's not one to be ashamed of at all. And then he comes back and 
I tell you, he kept wrestling tough the whole time. Like, he even, even God, and, and we talked about this early on, but you could tell he basically was using that left arm half as much as what he used to. You know, like, it was clear that that he was not 100%. I mean, yeah. and, and everybody knew it. Everybody. And he got a standing ovation when he got, when he finished. Yeah, so, and he, uh, so Michael Kimmer also became the first ever five-time All-American Good. for the University of Good Iowa. Good for him. Yeah, so he'll be the only Hawkeye that ever claims that title, and I love that because he should earn a spot somewhere on our wall. Yep. Yeah, he he was a phenom. Yeah. And, and he bounced up two weights to do what he oh, did for us. Dominant. God damn. God, why are we so hurt all the time? <laughs> <laughs> all right, then we had Abe Assad, and he was as depressing to watch as Drake Ayala, only Abe Assad didn't have the setbacks that Ayala did. Um, is this, do you think Abe is a All-American next year? I don't know. Who all leaves? Oh, God. Don't make me go down and... That rabbit hole, I have no idea. I mean, Brooks is back. Uh, Amin's gone. Oh, wait, is Amin got another year? Amin might have that. That Amin might have another year. Man, I don't know. All I know is I feel like he lost a step from last year. Yeah, eight one one match on the backside. He won nine to three. Lost a sudden victory in the second match against uh, uh, Gear of Oki State, in a, and that Gear kid lost the next match. So I don't even know if he if he lost to somebody who even ended up being an All American. I that's one that it surprised me because he, he wrestled Venn so well what Venn, Venn's pulled out a couple good wins now Venn's lost third round Venn's lost his second match second let's see um yeah Venn's an All-American either that's hard telling hard telling I really think that he's another one that needs to drop down but he you know 74 that's where Nelson will be if, if he doesn't cut down past Patrick Kennedy at 65. Once again, I think he is a little small. But, you know, you never know what offseason can do because, hell, look at Cassiope, right? Sure. Even though he finished worse than he did the year prior. He was hurt too. And then, so then going in to our bright our spot, knight in shining armor, yeah. Jacob, Jacob Warner. Fucking Warner, you did it, bud. I mean, you didn't do it completely, but man, thank you. It'll be great thank to see you. both of them in the finals next year thank because you. he will beat Max Dean. Yeah, and thank you for giving us. A Saturday night. Yeah. Because without you, we would just would have. I would. We would. To me, 
We drove, drove all the way home. Driven straight home to Iowa. Yeah. But Jacob Warner made it. Finished out the weekend. Yep. I was able to put place a hefty bet on him, which I probably saw you money for. Yo, Hager. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Jacob Warner. Yep. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Who and, you know, he consistent motherfucker. Good. He, he's just good all the way around. Great rider. Great, great escape. Smart wrestler. That's what, that's what it takes. Yeah. And God, he almost had Dean. God, he almost had him, man. Just uh, came out and and you know he just based off everything we had seen up to that point from nationals, you just didn't like you just didn't know where we were gonna get our guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I, he saves uh, also the stat of. It would have been forty some years since we didn't have a guy in the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Jacob. We love you, bud. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. It just, it wasn't the fact like when he beat Schultz. It was like holy fuck, he beat Schultz. Yeah. And then, and then you go in the next match, and you're like, "Well, this kid's from fucking and, Wyoming." And I, I think he has a shot. I remember saying that I would have much rather him face Max Dean than Schultz. I said that, and I, you know, actually, I'd still hold on to that a little bit, only I because, no. only, only because, well, not now, you yeah, know, but, <laughs> but only because. In my mind, he had Max Dean on the ropes the whole time last time they wrestled, you know? Sure, yeah. And he he can win it. He can win it. Yeah, he can. He really can. I, I think that he's easily a finalist next year. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be whether or not he can get over that little hump, which is super likely. Yep. And, and you know what's great about him? He's a pep rally motherfucker in the corners next year getting him back he will be the life him and Mirren both they they love rooting on their teammates they love that camaraderie they love the whole thing you know that's awesome we need that yeah then we had Cassiope oh Cass you know Jordan Wood it was his senior year. That's a fucking tough. A tough. He got fucked tough on that match to go against like Jordan Wood, twenty-seven and three, six seed. Right? Was he a six seed? Yeah. That's that's a tough quarterfinal match. Yep, I believe I said that too in our. I don't even. Did we do a podcast where we just talk about? It? I think we just talked about it because we never did anything after we got the. Did we do a podcast after we got the brackets? We didn't, did we? I don't think so. Yeah, but we talked about it. It's like, God damn it. Last person I want to see is a Jordan Wood. That guy just doesn't make mistakes. Yep. And so Jordan Wood, the only one he lost to was uh, 
Uh, I mean, he won in sudden, sudden victory, right? And he lost to Schultz. Schultz is a fucking stud. Yeah, I was, Schultz a senior? Uh, no. I think he's Damn only a sophomore. It. That sucks. Him and well, Kirk Levett both. Well, we know those are our top three guys for the next two, three years. Yeah. Uh, but Cassiope, um, he ended up finishing seventh. Uh, beat Lance in the seventh and eighth. And then he ran into fucking match. Paris, yet again. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, Paris is one. And Paris is one of those guys. That's, the only, if you're a Michigan fan, that's a disappointing outcome. The only guy that can beat Paris is Kirklova <laughs> and Gable Stevenson. And Gable. Yeah. And then we can beat Kirklevet every Easy. time. Easy. <laughs> yeah. what, what a noob. Yeah. Well, Gav, cheers to... Ting, 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 ting. Season's over. 22 wrestling season. But should we'll we... we back. What, what, uh, how much time do we got on this thing? Do we dare go over a potential lineup of next year or do we wait and see what other transfers we might pull well we're gonna have to do some type of filler episode between now and next november we, we will have to you guys remind us but we're over an hour over an hour all right initiate contact we total uh, lineup breakdown next time we as inconsistent as we are, you guys seem to be consistent listeners at least. So yeah, the we'll, only way you're listening still is if you're a consistent listener. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Like if if, if we get another 300 listens off this one, like after the season's over and nobody should. You know what, guys? If you want more episodes, email bv dot black velvet mm-hmm. or. Uh, well, I, I've almost given up on those cunt bags. Yeah, I know. You're drinking more Captain. Yeah, Admiral, Admiral Nelson. Admiral, Admiral Nelson right. is Email the Admiral new Admiral Nelson. We'll switch. We'll switch. We're done. If they ain't paying us, I ain't fucking promoting them. Yeah. Fuck those sure. cock bags. Fuck Black Velvet. No, don't say that. Those that da- feel, that dirty feels, Canadians. Uh, I feel gross saying that. <laughs> I mean, I'll drink it but not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go Hawks. We'll be back to talk about lineup at some point. We'll warn you maybe on Twitter or something. Yeah, go Hawks. Bye. Go Ukraine.